Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Great. Well, at least we could we could uh, have hopefully about 40 minutes or so. So I was like... Um, I'm so I'm so bummed. I thought I was like, oh, I wonder if it was it took a lo- it took you longer to get out of the house. I was trying to, but I never thought that you would not have it. Yeah, you know, when I looked at the, I thought I could call it up for the recent numbers, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't pulling up, and I don't know why. So I'm not That's technology. I don't have the technology savvy, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. So. Tell me what has happened since, like, and actually, um, I think, did Christina send you an invoice? Did you finally receive it? I received it yesterday. Okay, okay. No problem. So I just wanted to know because she's been a little crazy catching up with a few things. But you have it. That's the important piece. I Um, Good. So are you extremely frustrated right now? (laughs) Just a little because I knew... um, when trying to do the call, it was one of those, um, I knew I needed to be free and away from the family because otherwise I would be very frustrated, right? <laughs> right, yes. Well, we're here. This is the important part, and I do have a little bit of extra time. So I definitely want to want to do these. And um, to take a deep breath and just to put your feet, I know you're in the car, but just, your feet down and as much as you can get comfy in the seat. You can even recline the, the seat back. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, just get very comfy and tell me what did you? What have you noticed in this past week? Have you noticed any anything at all? Anything that you became aware of? Any you know small successes that have happened? Um, I guess. Things that I've been aware of is I've been trying to be more aware of the surroundings and what's happening and what is kind of trigger points. Um, it's been more of um, knowing I I need I need more space. Mm-hmm. Um, I need I need more time for me to get things done. Um, it seems like I put things on my list of, okay, i got to work on this client or I have to clean up this or do something else. And there's always something with the kids or my mom that, yeah. up that next thing I know, it's the evening. And at that point, I'm like, I just want to relax. I'm not going to get any work done because my mind's just not there. Yeah. So, um, so I do know I need to to have time for myself. I really need to work it into the schedule. Um, and kind of put me, put me a little bit on the first side than last. Wow. That, I'm sorry, but I have to tell you, that is, I did a whole, my first video mini course that I did was all about that. Really? All about, 
Yeah, it was all about that because that's exactly what I was. And it was like, and I saw it in so many women that we have all our to-do lists, but we are nowhere to be found in that list. Exactly. This, you know, me time is like completely, we don't even, it doesn't even cross our minds. But if that is not there, then not many things in that list get done because we're just fumbling. Yeah, and I actually did try to, um, like, this this week I send the boys to sailing in the morning and I'll go for a walk, and I take take the dog to go for a walk. Mm. And um, so I've been doing that in the morning. I've had my me time. Now let me get things rolling, and it's still not, even though I did give myself some good quality me time, mm-hmm. um, it didn't um, the rest of the day. It, it's almost like because I gave myself some me time, now um, everything else is um, not flowing right, I guess. It's like, you know, uh, I, can't, I can't get my stuff done because now since I gave myself some personal me time, everybody, now I have to get everybody else's stuff done before I can get mm, my Okay. Life. Okay. So... So one, so there's two things about that. One is that we still, and today we're going to work on something very special. I'm really hoping that we're going to get to it in, in a brief moment. One is that if you think about it, you being on like on on the red when it comes to your me time, you've been on the red for quite a long time. Yeah, right. I would dare say, how old are you, Betsy? <laughs> Over 50. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, we are the same age. So I would dare say that you are actually in, in the, you've been in the red for about 45 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that's probably a good, like, good estimate, yes. Right. So if you think about 45 years of, you know, depletion, so a couple of days of having me time or even, you know, five days of having me time, it's not going to quite do it. Plus, so that's one piece that I want you to consider. The other, side, the other side is the pattern has not been totally shifted and healed at a deeper level. So what's happening is that the, the pattern that is in place is, okay, I've already indulged, now everybody else comes first. Right. Because I already had my time. When it's, you know, it's about, okay, how am I going to balance this out? Right? What are, what are my priorities? In addition to all of that, what I do want to share is that it is August. It is summer. You are somewhat on, on semi-vacation. Um, and, and we have not fully, even though we explore and identified what is the cause of your procrastination and lack of organization, we haven't actually done much to shift it. No. And that that's correct. And that's exactly what I want to do today. So I want to get really on board. Um, and uh, ah, are you ready? Sure. Awesome. And there's, I have to tell you, I'm so happy that this is recorded. And I want to let you know it would be awesome to listen to it again at least once. It's not going to be super long. Um, but I, it will make a huge difference. Even as you're going to sleep, you can just listen to it or however it works for you, right? Okay. But, um, the one piece is that there's no right or wrong way to do this. And if at any point you feel uncomfortable, resistance, that something doesn't work, just always speak up. Okay, I want you to, uh, in our connection, in our relationship, I want you to just use it as a lab to 
say exactly what you need, exactly how you feel, and just put it out there. <laughs> Does that I'll make sense? It, that makes sense. Awesome. Because I know that there's, you know, other relationships in our lives that we tend to take care or do this or that. Nah, not with me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So don't ever take care of me. I'll I'll do that myself. <laughs> um, so I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Feel your feet solidly on the floor. Another deep breath. Let me know when you're... I, are you a little antsy? Is there any part of you that needs a little attention to relax? Or you're okay? Uh, probably the whole body. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so you know what? If you can, with your eyes closed, let's go to the karate chop point together. Even though I'm really antsy. Or is, is it antsy the right word? Uh, fidgety, unstable. But I have a question when you say to the karate chop. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the side of your hand. Okay. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because so even though I'm fidgety and my body just wants to move. Even though I'm fidgety and my body just wants to move. It's been on the move for so long. It has been on the move for so long. It's just really kind of uncomfortable to be still. It, it is uncomfortable to be still. Deep breath. I would love to relax. I would love to relax. And fully trust that my body needs. And fully trust that my body needs. The no movement. I missed that part. What was that? That's all right. No movement. Just like no the no movement. movement. Yeah. I would like to trust that my nervous system could use some relaxation. I would love to trust that my nervous system needs no movement or relaxation. Yeah. Okay, tapping through the points. I'm fidgety. I'm fidgety. I'm not used to just being still. I'm not used to being still. And it feels like there's no purpose. And it feels like there's no purpose. I need to be doing something. I need to be doing something. I'm more comfortable in action. I am more comfortable in action. It's just really uncomfortable to be still. It's uncomfortable to be still. It's not familiar. It's not familiar. It's just uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable. Makes me fidgety. Makes me fidgety. Is anything else coming up? Um, actually, one thing I was thinking of when you say that I am like that, but I, the picture in my mind was me being still, just sitting on the couch. But that was where my procrastination and avoidance. Ah. So I. Right. I of times of doing that, but then it's usually filled with guilt at the same time because I'm procrastinating. Yeah, so I'm beating, you're beating yourself. When you're still, you're beating yourself up, so it's very painful. Yes, I, yeah. I can sit there and, and do nothing, 
but yet my mind is always going like, you know, what are you doing? Get up. You know, you need to get X, Y, Z done or, okay, I'll put it on tomorrow's list and tomorrow I can get it done and then tomorrow doesn't happen and too many things happen and I don't get it done and it's like it just builds and builds. Yeah, right. Of course. So, I was just stepping through the points and just say, I I am trusting that I'm doing something different with this stillness. I'm trusting I'm doing something different with this stillness. I am interested in shifting my programming. I'm interested in shifting my programming. So I can choose differently. So I can choose differently. I have been doing things a certain way till today. I have been doing things a certain way up until today. But it hasn't worked great for me. It hasn't worked great for me. So I'm open to the possibility. So I'm open to the possibility. Of healing and shifting. Of healing and shifting. Letting go of what doesn't work. Letting go of what doesn't work. So I can create what does for me. So I can create what does work for me. A deep breath. Now I'm going to invite you to just, if you can, are you a tiny bit less fidgety? Is that okay? Are you a little bit more mellow? I think a little bit more mellow, yeah. Okay, just we need a little bit. Just we paid attention to, you know, the, the running mind. And if at any point comes back just or anything happens, just let me know, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to invite you to just to, uh, we're going to invite your mind to give us the information we need, the information that you need, so you can actually heal and really truly receive what you what you need and what you really deserve. So I want you to see yourself as a little as a little girl, as young as you can, that that comes to your mind. And this could be from a photograph. It could be just you just make it up. You imagine. There's no wrong way of doing it. Okay. And I want you to see, can you see where she's at? Yeah. Okay. How old is she? Mm, probably around 10. Okay. And we're going to just dive in. So I'm going to invite you as the adult that you are today to just join her, this 10-year-old Betsy, I'm going to invite you to come down a little bit. Maybe you sit, maybe you crouch. So you're at eye level with her. Mm-hmm. And let her, and you can tell her, um, I am here to help you. Okay. No, notice how she reacts. Is she distrustful or uncomfortable? Or is she okay? Um... I don't know if I'm injecting just what I, I'm thinking or what is actually happening. Is just just subdued, quiet, and just listening. Okay, that's that's perfectly fine. So I want you to tell her I am you all grown up, and I am here to help you. And see if she believes you. And if now we're gonna, I want you to tell her something, some sort of secret. 
that you know about her. Now, when I'm thinking of this, I'm not really picturing it. I'm kind of making up the picture. Is that? That's okay. Is it? Does it feel somewhat real, or you feel? Are you? Sometimes it's hard to see, but you get a sense of her. You get a sense of her, like a you can perceive her, or you feel like you're totally making it up. Um, I I would be. Totally honest right now, I probably feel like I'm totally making it up. Okay. So if you were able, like right now it doesn't seem like you are, if you were able to see her, either this, you know, this is a 10-year-old or a younger version of you, and it could be just from a memory, maybe you remember just, you know, maybe there was a movie of you playing when you were little or anything like that. Could you see as if you were a movie, you as a little girl? Yeah, I, I act, for some reason, every time people tell me to go back to, like, a little girl, I always have this one picture I go back to. Um, um, it's just at a baseball game, and I've got tons of candy in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but that's kind of what I go to. But there's no movement. It's not like a movie. It's just the picture. Okay. And if you were to try to connect with that girl that has all these... How old is she with all the, this candy? I think it's around the 10 years old, I believe. Okay. 8 to 10. Okay. And how, so let's do actually a little tapping together. Okay. For some reason, I am not ready to connect with her. For some reason, I am not ready to connect with her. Maybe the idea of feeling what she felt. Maybe the idea of feeling what she felt. It's a bit intense. It's a bit intense. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I don't want to feel criticized or judged. I don't want to feel criticized or judged. I do that to myself every day. I do that to myself every day. Why would I want to go back and feel it even more? Why would I want to go back and feel it even more? It makes absolutely no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Take a deep breath, and I want you to, as you keep on tapping, just get a, just as you get a sense of that little girl. You don't have to, like, see a picture or anything at all, but I'm going to invite you to get a sense of her. Almost like, you know, you remember seeing your, your, little, your boy's little girl. Right, being right. toddler, yeah. and if you were to imagine, you know, you as a little girl about that same, you know, like five, six years old, just like a little, a little girl, doesn't even matter if it's you or not. Do you feel that that potential little girl that we get, we're getting a sense of, deserves to feel really happy and good about herself? That. This is what I feel or the little girl feels. Like you like you as an adult, do you believe and do you believe and feel that that little girl deserves to be happy and truly content with who she is? Yes. Okay. But she doesn't she didn't grow up with that. No. She kinda of grew up just 
just being inside herself and not really connecting with the world. Yeah. And so she, there was a shyness to her, right? Yes. Is it possible that she didn't feel totally safe in the world? Um, I don't know if it did feel safe or just was didn't want to do anything to be seen or yeah. make waves. Yeah. Because every time she did, there was some sort of criticism or suggestion that she could be doing and being it better or different. Yeah, and, you know, also maybe being that, um, uh, what am I trying to think of, that the only words that are coming out of my mouth is not smart enough. Um, but so they, they're going to find out that she's not smart enough right yeah cause, I mean I'm, I was supposed to have been known in my family as the, the smart one but yet I always was always the one to to um, say the stupid things <laughs> that don't you, make sense you were the one that would say the stupid things? Yeah, like uh, uh, kind of like a classic dumb blonde, you know. Hmm. And this is when you were still very little? It, is it, um, was it out of innocence or was it, what? what is your sense? Yeah, anything that I probably would have said would have been out of innocence, but uh, maybe... Maybe I was too sheltered that I didn't see much of the world, so I may have questioned some things or said something wrong about a situation. And everybody else just kind of laughed at at it as, you know, that I didn't know it. Mm, Okay. Was that mostly at school or at home as well that you were laughed at? Um, My first thing would be saying at school, but... Um, not so much laughed at at home. Um, my brother always teased me all the time. Uh, he was a big teaser. So I never felt like he was laughing at me, but he teased me a lot. And what so would she tease you about? Uh, I don't know. Say like if I said the wrong word and, you know, just make fun of or tease me about that was the wrong word or how I said the word or something. I, okay. I don't know exactly, but that's just an example I could probably come up with. Right. And if we go a little bit of what we were talking last week regarding how mom and dad, mom would give you that look and dad would have no problem either teasing you or, you know, either your legs or anything else. Can you, do you actually, that's a very, that's a very powerful memory, the one with your dad and the piano legs. Oh, yeah, that's always stayed with me. How old were you? Uh, I think that's when I was starting to develop. Around? Um, you know, so it's a puberty time frame. 11, 12? Yeah, probably. Because um, um, 
you know, I always felt that I was, you know, like uh, I had the, I did have the figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I developed early, and um, but early meaning what nine or meaning more like eleven? Um, no, I mean I. Oh God, I think I've had boobs as long as I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> as long as, it's like you were four, probably you had boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh... I developed very early. I think I was eight when I started having boobs, which was very young. Yeah, so I, I would say I was more on the. I was I was before most of my my classmates. So um, I'm bad at at actual age, but I would probably say yeah. You know, maybe the eight or nine developing yeah. early. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And was that so? So, what what holds most intensity? If we're talking about um, right now, remembering you know back then, what holds more intensity: the piano life or mom's looks, the stare, deadly stare. Well, I mean, I think the piano still like this has always made me feel like even though I've got the shape, you know, growing up, I had the figure. Um, I never was complete because I didn't have the legs. Mm. Um, my mom's here, unfortunately, is still with me because... She's with me all the time, and I get this. Right. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you still get it. Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. If, if I say something or do something, I'll get that, you know, look like really, you know, just the disapproving, especially, you know, things now that I have kids and I'm disciplining, if I'm not disciplining correctly or what she thinks I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely get that look. And how do you how do you respond today as an adult woman? Um, I immediately get tense and angry. Um, yeah. That you know she's just she she could be wrong, but then she could be right. Mm. And I'm not doing it right. And so you I doubt yourself. I uh, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Let's do that. Let's do that. I think that this is because it is still living with you, right? I mean, literally. There's literally. No, literally. <laughs> okay. So, what is the if if you think of the recent past? It doesn't have to be on the recent. Oh, sorry. If you think on the past, which one of all the million you know deadly stares that you received? Is there anyone that, if you allow your mind to show you which one we should look at, which one is the one that holds, like, you know, still some quite a bit of intensity? And all the beeping is outside of you. Is that true? Oh, that's actually a little kid. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard that too. I heard the beeping and then I heard the kid as well. But they're not, it's nothing you need to attend to, right? Nothing I need to attend to, no. Perfect, perfect. Okay. So... And I am going to, as much as it may be a little uncomfortable, I'm going to invite you to just tap. And you can just tap, you know, in any point. If you don't want to be visible, you can do your karate point the side of your hand. 
You can do your, you know, just, or you can even, you could even um, touch on the points and breathe in and out if you don't want to tap, if that's a concern that people are oh. watching you. No, I don't have a concern with that. Actually, I've been tapping all the time anyway. So. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. People can just wonder what you're doing and hopefully learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> so which would be the event that comes to mind when you're talking about your mom's stare? That really? Um, I, I would say more on the current time frame. Okay. Can you give me one that is comes to you very like easily that happened recently? Yeah, actually, um, just being down here, and um, my mom tends to pick on my middle child a lot. Mm. Uh, I know he's a little difficult, but he's yeah. fourteen. Definitely is his own self, um, but. If I if she picks on him, and then I will kind of chime in and tell her to kind of, you know, he's fine, leave him alone. He's only fourteen. I'll get that stare like, really, he's fourteen. He is doing something wrong. Why don't you, you know, work with it? Or actually, the conversation we had was that I'm gonna, I am going to have a lot of trouble later, and her heart is aching for me because of that. Mm. Um. I, you know he can he can be a handful of times, but it's not that bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But it, and uh, so it. But the idea is that she's doing this for you, and can you just see that you're just not only messing up or not doing the right thing, but in addition, is like she's. She's actually her heart is her heart is aching for you and all the trouble that you are gonna have to endure because you're not doing things right now. Exactly. So it's it's like it's heavy. I mean, it's like a double triple whammy. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm also at a point where I don't want her heart to ache for anything. She's, you know, at the ends of her her life that I don't want her to go out like that. It's supposed to be a good, happy time, and I feel like I'm adding more sorrow to it. Mm, oh, my God. Wow. Whew, you are tapping, right? I am. <laughs> so it's like so it's like there's not even space for you to feel even upset that she is, bothering your you know your 14 year old because she's already putting the she's she's not going to be around too long you want her to have a happy end of her life so you don't want to cause her grief so you have to put up with whatever she does and do and do whatever she might consider that is right so she's happy yeah so you're like in such a tight wind Yes, because um, even with that situation, I mean, my kids are actually very good at understanding it, but my my heart aches when my middle child will make the comment to me and say, how come Mimi doesn't like me when I go down the cave? You know, mm. it's like, that's not the case. 
I mean, she loves, she does love them, but she's just not showing it in the right way. Yeah. Okay. Ah, but it's like, is I, I could almost like feel your tortured heart because it's like no matter, you're holding so much pain for all of them. Yeah, because I'm trying to, I, I always feel like I'm, in the middle, just trying to um, separate the two. You know, yeah. like when you have kids that are always fighting, you're always just trying to separate the two. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and you know, like I'll say to my mother many times, just be a grandmother. Enjoy them. Just be a grandmother. But she yeah. feels that she has to help me with the kids in the house and all that stuff and kind of control it. Yeah. That's a difference, right? Like this is what she's always done. Her teacher self that is always noticing what's wrong and what can be done better and always letting you know. Right. Yep. That's how she gets a little bit of significance from in her life. Right. And at this point in her life, I mean, she's got the Alzheimer's where I think, and she knows she's losing it, so I think she's trying to hold on to certain things. Right. And if I take it away from her, I'm taking her away from just any little dignity she still has. Right. What's driving (sighs) me crazy? Right. Yeah, because it's like, it's like having a four-year-old that is ruling the house. Yes. Yes. It is. Hmm. What is the emotion that is present right now for you? Um, actually, a little sadness. Yeah. The first word that came to my mind was sadness. That um, I hate to say this, but there are times where I do want my mother just to go away. Just yeah. so that I could have some some uh, stability, I guess. But then it's then you know, I, then I feel guilty that I'm even saying that because that's the last thing I want. Yeah. It's so let's let's start tapping actively together. Okay. I feel guilty. I feel guilty. I feel really bad. I feel really bad. Even ashamed. Even ashamed, yeah. Because I want her to go away. Because I want her to go away. I want her to leave me alone. I want her to leave me alone. Constantly shadowing me. Constantly shadowing me. And no matter what I do, I'm never going to get it right. No matter what I do, I'm never going to get it right. And I'm exhausted. And I'm exhausted. No wonder I'm feeling sad. No wonder why I'm feeling sad. Because the truth is... Because the truth is... It really hurts. It really hurts. I want her to have a really good life. I want her to have a really good life. I want her to just enjoy her last years. In, I want in, to enjoy her last years. 
And yet she's driving me insane. <laughs> and yet she's driving me crazy. Yeah. But there's a part of me that truly doesn't want her around. There's a part of me that truly doesn't want her around. She complicates my life. She complicates my life. And she hurts me. And she hurts me. There's something that she does. Something that she does. That she's always done. That she's always done. Criticize me. Criticize me. Judge me. Judge me. Constantly reminding me how I could be better. Constantly reminding me how I could be better. How I'm faulting. How I'm faulting. How I could just... How I'm making mistakes. How I'm making mistakes. How I'm disappointing her. How I'm disappointing her. It really hurts. It really hurts. I'm trying to be the best daughter I can. I'm trying to be the best daughter I can. And I love her. And I love her. But she hurts me so deeply. But she hurts me so deeply. Because she has no idea. Because she has no idea. How much her words hurt. How much her words hurt. And her stares are even worse. And her stares are even worse. I feel so judged. I feel so judged. Rejected. Rejected. Causing her disappointment. Causing her disappointment. I can I can never make it. I can never make it. No matter what I do, I'm never going to be good enough. No matter what I do, I'm never going to be good enough. So take a deep breath, and we're going to talk to her. I want you to, and this is, of course, this is completely safe. Even though it's going to be recorded, nobody's going to listen to it. But mm-hmm. I want you to really, as much as you can, and I'm going to invite you to really let it out. So I want you to imagine that she's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're going to talk together. So there's mom. What's her name? Uh, well, we call her Mimi. Oh, that's true. But you call her mom, I mean, I'm guessing, right? I still call her Mimi. <laughs> you call her Mimi too? Well, I do both. Sometimes mom or Mimi, but for the most part, everybody calls her Mimi. Okay. Because that's, that's what the grandkids call her, Mimi. Right, of course, of course. So if it's just the two of you, what would you call her? Mom. Mom, okay. And I want to let you know that for this one, mom is completely frozen, okay? So she can, she, her ears are functioning, but she's not going to say a word back. Or the stare. <laughs> no, no, she's not going to stare either. Actually, would it be better if she has her eyes closed? No, it's fine. Okay. So for some reason, it's like she's, it's, I want, yeah, because we don't want her, I don't want her, I don't want you to feel anything coming from her. I want you to be able to freely express yourself without any concern. You know, I, I really don't want you to even get for a slight second her stare. Actually, I have a better idea. Um, what power would you like to have that would completely protect you from the stare? And I can give you an idea. So you can have a beautiful, gorgeous bubble around you that her stare just bounces back and doesn't touch you. That's what I was actually thinking, a force field. Awesome. So there it is. She can do whatever she wants. And uh, so we're going to just talk to her. 
I'm going to start, but I, you know, you'll take it away. So, Mom, I really need to talk to you. Mom, I really need to talk to you. And for the first time, I'm going to just let you know how I feel. And for the first time, I'm going to let you know exactly how I feel. You have been extremely cruel without intending. You've been extremely cruel without intending. I know that you love me. I know that you love me. But you have been hurting me and you have no idea. And you've been hurting me and you have no idea. But I'm done. But I'm done. I really need to let you know. I really need to let you know. I need you to see me. I need you to see me. I need you to accept who I am. I need you to accept who I am. And that is what I want. And that is what I want. But from this day forward, and from this day forward, I am going to own my adult self. I am going to own my adult self. I'm going to honor myself. I am going to honor myself. And I want you to stop judging me. And I want you to stop judging me. And if you ever do, and if you ever do, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. It's so painful. It is so painful. And it's not fair. It's not fair. You've been doing it since I was such a little girl. You've been doing it since I was such a little girl. Constantly criticizing me. Constantly criticizing me. And it was even worse when you didn't speak. It was even worse when you didn't speak. It's always been worse when you don't speak. It's always been worse when you don't speak. And you think you're doing nothing. And you think you're doing nothing. You have no idea. You have no idea. The level of pain you have caused me. The level of pain that you have caused me. I wish you would just disappear. Sometimes I wish you would just disappear. What else would you like to tell her? Just lay it all out. Lay it all out. Um, I know she's always been there for me. So talk, so talk, talk to her. I know you've always been there. I know you've always, yeah, okay. I know you've always been there for me. And we've had a lot of good times being friends, roommates, doing everything together. But there's a time that I just need to do it on my own. I need to be able to take care of my kids. I have a great, loving husband. And I want to enjoy him without any criticism. Um, I know you love Jim also, but you criticize him too much too. He leaves a dish in the dish in the sink. You make a mountain out of that where I don't care about that. That's not what's important to me. And you get you got to let me fight my own battles. Yeah. And. I want you just to be the grandmother 
and enjoy the boys and let me do the discipline. Let me control them, not you. I want I want you to honor that I'm an adult woman now. I want you to honor that I'm an adult woman now. And I want you to stop. And I want you to stop. Stop criticizing. Stop criticizing. Questioning. Questioning. And staring at us. I'm staring at us. We are not your students. We're not your students. And I'm done with this. And I'm done with this. Uh, I want, and I, I, this is just stopping now. I want this to stop now. Checking with the sadness, notice if there's any anger or upset, frustration. Actually, it feels good saying that, going through all that, making me try and be more stronger. Yeah. Unfortunately, I also understand reality is if I ever did sit down and say that, which a couple of times I have, not to that extent, but a little bit, she forgets. She doesn't remember. Well, and this, this Betsy is not for her. This is right. not for her. This is what I, what I want you to notice. And I actually want you to, and this is, I know this is going to be a little stretch, but I want you to imagine however you want to do it. That not only you have this force field around you, but for this split moment, it's almost like you became um, Alice in Wonderland. You just took that pill and you're going to be like about 10 feet tall right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to just see. Mom is there. She's whatever size she is, right? And you're 10 feet tall. You're at least twice as much, twice as tall as she is. Mm-hmm. And just notice your energy looking at her. The impact, how does it change for you, the impact of her words or her stare? You're just looking down at her. There she is. It's this little, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the impact is understanding, mm-hmm. and it's, I can't say it's not going to hurt anymore, but I am going to understand it more so it doesn't hurt. Right, and it's it's all, but it's also I the what I would love for you to feel, and let's see whatever you need to feel this way. We'll just give it to you, okay? Is what will it take for you to feel empowered? It doesn't mean you have to change a thing with her, but that you own a different energy within you. So she's still going to say something about your middle child and you're going to, maybe you even have a conversation with your middle child and you say, you know what, Mimi is however old, she has Alzheimer's, she's just, you know, you, if you feel like you got it from her, you have no idea. <laughs> I, got it, I got her first hand for, you know, 50 years, believe me, this is not much. But this is her. She's always been a teacher. She continues to be a teacher. And this is the only thing that, the only grasp that she has with her reality and herself and identity. But invite him. He may or may not tap, but invite him to create a force field. Which I think he has. 
Um, Because he kind of ignores her, even though, you know, he he does have those feelings. He will walk away um, when he knows the the situation gets tough. And, but yet I've also seen him at the same time turn and help her. Right, of course. He's not being totally, like, not wanting to do anything with her. He's, um... Well, he cares. He really cares, right? And he may have a very sensitive, very sensitive heart, so it does affect him, and he wants his grandma to like him. Right. That's why I think. That's why I think that the the conversation, whenever you're ready, would be really valuable. Because, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say too, with everything that we're we're going through here too. I think I see myself doing the same thing to him. Mm. Um, so it, it's kind of a bit of an eye-opener, like, oh, my gosh, I do criticize him. Oh, my gosh, I'm telling him, you know, and he's even made a comment that every single time we talk to him, it's a criticism or, it's, mm. you know, telling him to do something. So um, I need to be more aware of that because I don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. And this is actually, even though it may seem simple, but by doing this and expressing this to your mom, even within you, it makes a huge impact because all of a sudden you also are more conscious of your own behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I mean, I can feel that because that's what that was making me think of that, yeah. making me understand what I'm doing. Yeah. And being able to make a choice. Yes. It's not destiny. I I can choose it. Exactly. You can really, and and it doesn't mean that from now forward, you're never going to, you know, do the same thing to your children, but you may be more aware, you know, the moment that, you know, they come your way and, you know, you, you, you know, you may snap into something and then you're like, whoa, okay, let's just take a breath here. How do I really want to respond? Mm-hmm. Create a little bit of a buffer so you can choose. Yes, I think I've kind of seen some of that and been working on it, but this is definitely more, you know, being more aware of it. Yeah. Well, this is a bigger half, you know, to recognize how how this has been impacting you, and now you see it impacting your your children, especially the middle one. It seems like. Yeah. So, Betsy, what is it that you need as the adult woman today to feel at peace, to feel like you can hold your ground, that you can take care of yourself, and that her criticism doesn't impact you so much? Well, force field is always good. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think myself just understanding that it's not, really an intention to hurt me. It's more of a she's still trying to hold on to her old life. Mm-hmm. And it's not really attacking me and trying to control me. It's more of just trying to deal with the situation she's in right now. Yeah. Now, in all of that, how is your sadness in this moment? 
sadness is, I mean, I think there's always going to be a bit of sadness, but it's more of an understanding now. Okay, so the difference is that now you're a little bit more in your head than feeling that in your body where the sadness is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the one piece that I would I would love to work on, that I would it's an invitation for you to work on, is as much as you understand and honor your mom, to actually understand and honor you. Because yeah. the truth is that for 50 years, this is not something that she, she's been doing it now, and I, you, it's good that you're holding on to the understanding of the situation. It is not time to just like blow up in her face or anything like that, but it is time for you to heal enough that you actually can heal the, the pain that you've been experiencing and the sadness of being treated like not good enough so you can actually also enjoy the last. How many do you have the last years of your mom? Do you have any idea, or just no sense? No, I don't. I mean, I'm assuming she's 84, so I'm assuming maybe a good, you know, five to eight eight years. Um, I keep on telling her, you know, she has to hang on mm-hmm. until the kids graduate from from high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean. That's kind of what I'm thinking is right. on that. Okay. So they would be really, really important that you, because things are going to get progressively worse and she may get even more, you know, sometimes hopefully she may mellow out, but it's not always the case, right? Right. Um, and that you can, that it doesn't re-traumatize you because there's a part of you that has been like, I want to call it like very, chronically traumatized. Does that make sense? Yep. It does. Because I feel like you have a very strong mind that, you know, that helps you do things as much as getting in your way when you get right into that critical space with yourself that can be that inner bully that you have. Yeah, Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm bullied in myself, nobody else. Yeah, no, I, I, and that's the worst, right? Because what's happening is that you have integrated and assimilated your mom and your dad, and now you don't need them. You're just beating yourself up all on your own. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the part that I really invite you to notice. Just notice. And that would be the biggest thing. Just notice as you go on your day when you start doing that. And if you can just stop, even if it's in one point, and you can just tell yourself, I truly don't deserve these. Thank you for the information, but this is not the way that I need to be encouraged. Yeah. Because forever you have been motivated between semicolons, right? Motivated or encouraged to, you know, to get stuff done with punishment or threats or being mean to yourself. And I don't think it has worked very well. What would you say? No, it hasn't because then I that's when I withdraw. Of course. And I will withdraw and procrastinate. Right. Well, it's almost like it's like, oh, you're going to be mean. Well, screw you. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> right? So what could you tell yourself that would be useful when you are procrastinating, when you are in that space of, or you know, or would you want to get something done and you notice that you're just getting into procrastination? What could you tell yourself 
instead of what you've been doing so far? Um, I think the first thing that came to my mind is just to say to myself that if I just take the time to get it done, then I will have the time to do all these other things that is pleasurable and, you know, be able to give time for myself and the kids. Um, just sitting here it is causing me more pain okay. and giving me more grief. Why am I doing that to myself? Okay, so that is like somewhat of an ethical bribery. <laughs> an ethical like bribery, okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? So you're like, yeah. it's somewhat ethical that you're telling yourself, you know, you're going to feel so much better when it's done. But, uh, you know, if you get it, then you get, if you get it done, this is the reward, which is way, way better than beating yourself up for it. Right? Right. Yep. Uh, and, and almost like if you, you know, do you feel like you, you get, uh, is your reward, your reward or motivation to get stuff done, is it more outward, like you're going to be able to enjoy, you know, freely to be with the kids, or you're going to get, uh, you know, a yummy cappuccino, or whatever it might be, is it more external, or is it more like, and then you're going to just have time to read and retreat, or be more internal? Um, I think it's more ex, well, it's or a combo. A combo that I can be able to give the time to my kids and enjoy them, but also I can do that without being stressed. Mm. That might that I'm, I'm, you know, like that situation where I'm with, I know I should be with the kids, but I need to work. But when I'm working, mm. uh, my thought is with the kids, but when I'm with the kids, my thought is working. Right. So that that's the internal where it's I don't want to feel that. I want to feel when I'm there with them, I'm just with them and enjoying it and working. I'm just working and, and getting the work done and enjoying that. Right. Um, so finding that equal balance and, and what is putting a lot of the stress on is the procrastination. Of course. So, Betsy, what would it be like if tomorrow... Uh, as an example, right? I don't know what the rest of the day is like today. You can definitely apply these to today. But one of the things that I notice is that the things that I like, uh, the things that I like doing the least, I tend to put in my schedule first. Like eating the frog. I'm sorry. Why is he so? Hold on, it's a, Let's see. Can you say say talk now? I couldn't hear you very well. Okay. Can you hear me better now? Yes, yes, no, it's great. Uh, no, I was saying it's like eating the frog. Um, there's an right. audio book I was listening to where it's like you do the first thing that you don't want to do first. Right. But the idea is not just, you know, you're doing it that is bad, but you're actually inviting yourself to do it. And in a similar manner of what you're doing, that but is the, I want you to be like a cheerleader. Instead of like that bullying coach, I want you to be a cheerleader. So it's going to be like, you know, you wake up and first thing you're like, one of the things that I do, and I don't know if you have this option, but I, you know, I actually go to my elliptical and I reply to all the emails. There's always things that I need to reply to first thing that I have to do with, you know, with clients or whatnot. So I do that. And if I have to fill any other information, can you like, is that something that you could potentially do where first thing in the morning you attend to the 
task that would be the heaviest? Uh, I can see how that would work. Can you see that that's a good idea, or would oh, you yeah, think I can it would? Oh yeah, definitely see that's a good idea. Okay. And what is usually the first thing that you do in the morning? Uh, a typical day is um, getting the kids ready for school. So I'm constantly no, but now that not now, right? Let's do let's do now, like tomorrow okay. morning. Yeah. Um, tomorrow it's we're in sailing right now, so it's getting the kids up to go to sailing. Okay. Um, and once they go, so you have to take them. Yes, I drive them to sailing, and this is where I do spend some time. This week has been nice because when it's sailing, um, there's a, a beach that I kind of walk with the dog. I take mm-hmm. the dog with me, and at least for the first hour, I do that, and then the second hour, I may go do some errands. Okay, so why would it be if instead of the errands, you bring your computer and you do some work and do the errands with the kids? That's probably that would be less stressful because then I know I'm getting something done. Yeah, not only that, can you imagine? You just, you know, you can sit in your car, you can go to a cafe or whatever. You had your walk for an hour, and then you sit, and for an hour you get stuff done. Maybe the kids come from sailing and have, you know, a cup of tea or water or whatever, and then you go do the errands together. I mean, if they were tiny, I wouldn't suggest that, but they're not tiny. They can help you. Yeah, actually, um, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right up the street that I could easily get Wi-Fi and get some Awesome. Okay. So one hour, can you try that tomorrow? Yes, I can. Yay. Okay. How would that make you feel to get that done? Better. Um, I, I Well, I shouldn't say just better. It, it, it would feel accomplished. It would yeah. feel less, less stress. Yeah. And you can always say, you know, when they're done, it's not like, again, they're not little tiny kids. So if you want to have an hour and a half or whatever it might be, you can say, hey, you guys, you know, go for a walk or whatnot. I need another 20 minutes to finish these tasks and then I'll be with you. Yeah. Yeah. See, normally what I would do, I would put my task away and then deal with them. Right. But the, the so what, how old is the youngest? 12 or 11? 12. Well, so they could be on the beach for a little bit on their own, right? Or or have something at Dunkin' Donuts or whatever it might be. If yep. you had to finish, maybe within the hour you're good. Yeah, that's that would be my goal is to be within the hour, get something Perfect. accomplished within that hour, so that when I'm with them, I'm not pushing them off and stuff. That was right. And just just for tomorrow, you can always choose to walk 45 minutes instead of an hour. You have a little bit more of right. time to do, but also I want you, the biggest thing that from today is I want you to start celebrating that tomorrow you're going to be working for an hour totally on your own with no interruptions, away from your mom, the house, the kids, and you're just going to be there enjoying doing some work. Yeah, actually, I went to the library down here and I was like, oh, maybe I can come here and do that, and I haven't done that. I I need to detach myself from the house. Sometimes I feel like I need to stay there, but I need to detach. Absolutely. So so how is it to just build that? And it, Because the moment that you start building and feeling better about what you're doing, it's gonna, it becomes an upward spiral. Mm-hmm. 
See, the procrastination can be a downward spiral, and what I'm inviting is for you to start getting into an upward spiral, something that works for you. So you determine it, you know, you decide it, and you, you, but start like celebrating yourself. So it's like, you know, I'm looking forward to more. I'm going to get an hour by myself, and I'm going to get so much done. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you hear the complete different uh, tone of <laughs> versus the, the procrastination voice, right? Do you, do you see okay. the difference? Definitely, because um, I think I've, I, I had that in mind at the beginning of the week, but the procrastination was still stronger versus right mm-hmm. now I think I'm stronger than the procrastination. My will is stronger than the procrastination. Yes, and what I would love to hear is that we're going to walk towards, you know, together the idea is that we're walking towards you celebrating yourself, feeling so good about yourself for getting stuff done. And going for, this is another big one. So if you remember two things of any of the work that we've done, is I really want you to remember two. One is celebrate looking forward to doing and celebrate doing and after you've done so celebrate the heck out of what you do. And mm-hmm. the second one is imperfect action. Imperfect action is better, is always better than perfect inaction. Yeah, actually, I think you hit that on the nail because a lot of times I won't do something afraid I'm not going to do it right. So I just get, I just go on just not doing it at all. Of course, because you, that's the way you were trained. You were trained to, you know, to learn. You learned that you always do it wrong. You always do it imperfect. And imperfect is not good. So, therefore, you better not do it. Right. It's going to take a little bit of, of, you know, retraining your brain for imperfect action. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Just keep on working on it. Do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Imperfect action. Say, so, you know, and if you tell yourself, doesn't it make sense though? Imperfect action is way better than perfect inaction. It's, it it makes so much sense. Yeah. So just you know, just have that almost like a little mantra for yourself. I will. <laughs> All right. So let me know how it goes, and I w- and also. At any point that you feel that you're, you know, feeling criticized or feeling bad about yourself, I would invite you to just see see your children, see that little girl, even if you totally make it up, and remind yourself that she does not deserve that. That she truly yes. deserves your love and encouragement and motivation. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, yes. Yes. Wonderful. And uh, I, I, you have the link to be able to hear, to listen to this again. Is that true? Or yes. You, you, okay. Well, I mean, you sent something to me before for the other one. Is that still the same thing? It's still the same, yes. All of your calls are there, and it would be wonderful if you can do this one again. Okay, yeah, I think so, too. I'll try and before going to bed. I think that would be a good thing. Yes, and I would love to hear what you notice in the coming days, okay? Okay. Okay, so be in touch, and we'll connect soon, I hope. Okay. Sorry. You okay? <laughs> yes, yes, something crumbled. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.